0: Don't make me turn this podcast around. You're listening to the Reno Dads Podcast. We're dads talking about dad stuff. We're doing the dad thing in the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. But we're talking about things that all dads and parents can relate to. We'll share fatherly war stories, discuss manly things, and even get into the tender moments of fatherhood. We want you to be a part of the conversation, so join us and listen in. Oh, and be warned, dad jokes ahead. All right, we're back with the Reno Dads podcast. It's Jonathan again here uh, in the studio. I've got, um, well, one of the contributors at Reno Dads who hasn't been on the on the pod yet. So, Danny, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you could make it in. We've been trying to get everybody on the on the podcast, and we're excited to have you. I know that you're a relatively new dad, so there's a lot to be. Uh, I know you did a couple articles. One, um, we were just talking about it. You know, before the baby was born. Yep. And now you've had a year to kind of digest. So um how did that first year go we I know I remember my first year as a dad and I think um yeah it was one of those things that we marked it as as a milestone of course with a cake for the baby but mostly it was you know give each other high fives yeah
1: absolutely you know you, you have the balloons you have the cake you have the hats but mostly it's a celebration that you know everyone made it through the first year um uh, definitely a pretty sharp learning curve to get started but uh, it's been a great uh year and 2 months now at this point i think yeah. we're a week away from the the official 14 month mark wow um and yeah it's it's been an experience so as you mentioned i'm i'm a relatively new dad and still I would consider relatively new to Reno, although with the uh, influx of folks that we've seen, I think we're now becoming more seasoned veterans. We'll be I know. How is that possible? The, You've been here, what, five years? Coming said? up on five years, yeah. yeah. And so I feel like that's a, a relatively new period of time. But everyone that I meet, they're like, oh, how long have you been in Reno? Are, are you from here? I'm like, well, no, I'm from the Midwest, but we moved here not too long ago. And they're like, oh, I moved here like six months ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like everybody, Yeah, I think you're right. I think everybody coming in now is uh, wonders if like three or five years, like I've only been here three and a half myself um in the first year so any uh what what was the biggest surprise for you you think um
1: there weren't too many big surprises per se um it was surprising how uh little my role felt at the beginning so uh it's it's a big job but realizing you know as a dad you're there at the beginning and then it's kind of up to mom to get the baby from the start to into the world Uh, My job was mostly a comfort and support role, and then once the baby's born, it's it's more of that. You know, I I can change the baby, I can bring water to mom, but you know, when she's breastfeeding, it's really more of a a support role, and that was totally fine. But it was just a different perspective because I'm a pretty hands-on kind of guy. I like to feel like I'm making an impact, feel like I'm I'm being useful, and there are just a lot of moments of helplessness in the first year as a dad of just, <laughs> I really want to do something, but right, sometimes the right. best thing you can do is nothing.
0: Yeah. Or just be there, like you said, with a glass of water. I remember that being one of the pieces of advice you used to give to new dads. I'm like, there's one thing I will only, that's the only advice I'll ever give to new dads is like, if she's feeding the baby, bring her some water or yeah. at least offer. In fact, you know, if you see somebody feeding a baby, you're like, can I give you some water? Are you right. thirsty? Like, I just think that that's a small thing that people don't even realize that, you know, that they can do. Um, well, and then you, um, you came here and um, you were working for another company and then started your own company. So I think one of the things uh, we were talking about before we got started here was that you're, you've got an article that you're teeing up for, um, for the blog about being a, a dad and also starting, like, you know, having new baby and having new companies. Sure. Yeah. So how are they similar you
1: yeah I mean that that's a great question too I mean they both uh, can lead to lack of sleep uh, require a lot of energy uh, it's a labor of love uh, something that you you know really want to do well with and hope that it, it all works out but there's a lot of unknowns and learning as you go so there are a lot of parallels between uh, starting a business and, and getting it off the ground and keeping a, a small child alive
0: <laughs> right yeah I um, we did a startup when my kids were um, a little bit older so it was a little bit um, not quite at the same time. I can't imagine having a newborn or relatively newborn like infant at home and then also trying to get some you know companies off the ground. That must be really challenging. I mean I, I, is your is your wife uh, is she working at the same time?
1: Sure, great question. Um, so just to give like kind of a, a little bit of a, a background on on my history. Um, we came to Reno uh, in June of 2014. Um, I had just proposed, two weeks before we moved. Um, I had gotten the job offer in March, uh, knew that we were going to move in a little bit, had already been planning on proposing. And then once we had accepted the job and knew we were going to move, really wanted to do it in Chicago, where we moved from, where we had met and fallen in love and had a life for a couple of years. Um, so we got engaged, moved across the country, started a new job, uh, all in a span of you know, three weeks or so. So doing multiple big life events seems to just run in the way that we do things. Um, So that was how we came to Reno. Uh, And then now this past year, we welcomed a baby into the world, our first. Um, We started another company, uh, which then led to involvement in, I think I'm up to four jobs now, um, and we're also in the process of building a home. So it's just, we always seem to, to when we do it, we do it big and, and try and stack it up. Um, I, I like to say that we live life on hard mode. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> leveling up. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, you're leveling it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it, it was definitely, uh, is definitely a challenge, an ongoing one. Um, so your question was whether my wife you know, works. Thankfully, we when we moved out here, part of the plan was to set up a life where we could spend as much time as possible with the children that we knew that we wanted to have. Um, both of us, very early in our relationship, talked about wanting to start a family, have a family, um, and really make you know our families our primary priority. Yeah. I come from the marketing world, I worked at a big advertising agency in Chicago, um, where I was working 85 hours a week, where I was traveling every other week, right. uh, spent a lot of time away. I knew that that wasn't the life that I wanted to have as we started to actually have a family. I wanted to be present. I wanted to be, when I was physically there, which I wanted to be, I also wanted to be mentally and emotionally there. And so that's why we came out here in the first place, because I had the opportunity to work uh, in marketing uh, for North Star California, helping to lead the digital efforts there. It was a much slower pace. It was a much lower hour load. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that kind of naturally progressed while we were out here to starting a full-service marketing and advertising agency. And so my wife and I actually did that together for a while. Um, But the plan was always to find a way to be home, both of us be home with Mm -hmm. children, especially during those young formative years because they go so quickly and you don't get them back. So um, she took a step back once the baby was here. Um, She's an amazing human being, and uh, it was awesome seeing her, oh, what was it, like, eight months pregnant uh, and we had a big client that we went to multiple events for each year
0: Yeah,
1: um, where for a week we were waking up at seven o'clock in the morning. We went to Boston, New York, San Diego, San Francisco. And she was at one point uh, eight months pregnant working at the event, sitting with a heating pad on her back and her feet propped up and it just yeah. didn't skip a beat. So um, it's been really cool to both be home this last year and she's really been focused on sure being a mom as her, you know, primary job. Yeah. Which has been amazing. We we're yeah. very very fortunate to have that situation. And especially for me personally to be able to be home and be present and be a part of that too has been
0: really really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's funny I we had uh I had Jake uh Wiscursion on here um the whole, the episode prior and we were talking at length about, you know, just being intentional about mm-hmm. stuff and it sounds like you guys have really made that as part of the centerpiece of your relationship and then the family, right? I mean, you're making these intentional choices, like you are doing the things that will enable you to have the parenting, family life that you envision for yourself. And if you, you know, it's a sort of thing that, like, a lot of, I think a lot of dads and parents probably kind of muddle their way through it. But it sounds like you and your wife have really sort of made an intentional sort of choice, set of choices that will, you know, enable you for that now. That said, like doing all of those things in one year or doing all those things at once, I'm not sure most people would say, oh, yeah, let's take all of that on at once. Cause I know the feeling of like, I remember there was a period of time where like it seemed like every other year we had big stuff happen. Sure. But we had years that we, you know, you'd look back and say like it was sort of like the odd years. We had kids born, you know, bought houses, did things, got married, whatever. And then the even years were sort of a little like less crazy. Sure. I mean, not. That they weren't crazy but i in fact my um my the uh so my kid's mom when when just before eleanor my daughter was born was 9 11 in oh, wow. dc and so um her mom was a reporter for nbc at the time and she was out on location in front of the pentagon eight months pregnant wow like or almost nine months pregnant at that one right because it was the september and then uh, eleanor was born yeah exactly eight months pregnant so crazy times. And yeah. like you described, you know, but women who have to do this, I mean, it's just an amazing thing to watch, right? I mean, I saw it. I mean, now you're seeing it and it, or have seen it sort of thing. And um, it's a pretty um, amazing thing. And and I think with the right partnerships and, you know, you guys sort of, and the right intention, it sounds like you guys are, you know, navigating and, and balancing it all for each of you to make it work.
1: Sure. And that's, I think the, the biggest component, and it's one of the things that I touched on in the article is that Um, I would not be able to have the luxury of being able to pursue these business opportunities that I'm excited about if I didn't have such a supportive partner who was taking care of the most important thing in our life, which is making sure that our son is healthy and happy and supported and loved. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just the partnership component is huge and is more front and center than it's ever been in our relationship.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think – I think a lot of people will say that that is the time, especially to make those intentional choices and then really sort of pursue them, um, you know, with w- with each other's uh, support, right? right. I mean, there'll be times when you're supporting her for the you know the time that she needs that help to kind of, when she needs a spell from the baby, right? She's like, I've, I've had enough, I need <laughs> to go out, I need to go do something that is not like, you know, sort of so kid-centric. For sure. You and there, there are life events that happen and there are, you know,
1: medical appointments there are just getting your hair done doing simple things to remind yourself that you're a person uh in separate from being a parent that you also are still you don't have
0: this like thing attached to you all the time that still like requires all that absolutely all that you know care and attention yeah well that's cool i mean i'm sort of at the other end of this thing i know you know this i mean i've been talking about it for a while with my kids and as teenagers i mean you know my kids you know driving like you know i've got you know people behind the wheel and i think it's funny because i see kids i see kids i see you know Parents, young parents sure. with young children, and now, and I'm like, man, the days are long and the years are short. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's just happened so fast because, like, you are you know, sort of living it every day, day to day, and you're like trying to get through you know the days, and then you turn around and you're like, oh my god, my kid's a year old.
1: Yep, that that is exactly what has happened. Um, so we're, we're actually at this point, our son is supposed to start Montessori school next week, um, and I, I feel like it was two weeks ago that he was just. A little ball of baby and right, couldn't do right. anything and now he expresses himself uh not mm-hmm. with words but with grunts and sounds and finger points and he's he's he very walking? intentional he, he as of the last week or so is taking steps and wow, walking across that's the room a big, yeah that's a big it's one he's like amazing kind of hand over hand,
0: hand like kind of grabbing stuff along the way yeah uh, oh my yeah. gosh that's and a fun time and scooting like with yeah. his, his sidestep yeah. like testing it out and getting yeah. his
1: balance and
0: yeah, we had we had. A, I have a funny story uh, about that with my son, who was, I think he might have been thirty one pounds in okay. a year, so he's a big, big boy, sure, big role. And now you look at him; he's six foot one, he's a beanpole. <laughs> so he's taller than I am, and just you know, you know, looks like a teenager or whatever. But like when he was little, he was a you know, roly poly little thing, and he didn't want to walk. Yeah. So like the his mom and me, like we were always carrying this kid. I mean I was like, like you know, jacked. I was like <laughs> and and you know, like I think I think um his mom had like something where she had to get like cortisone shots in her in her wrist because she had like been picking him oh. up and had gotten like yeah, had gotten like these um this, you know, wrist injury yeah. because of the like the weight of this child. Right. Oh my gosh! And then he started walking pretty, you know, pretty soon after that. But it was just so funny to see. I mean, it's funny to see, you know, the progression, of, you know, because my, you know, my daughter. I mean, she was talking by the time she was a year old. I mean, yeah, she was. She wanted to tell us stuff.
1: Every baby is different. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's um, definitely one of the the components. You know, with the comparison is Joyce Thief. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of parents because I'm sort of at the the front end of my friend circle. A lot of us have babies that are within, you know, a couple months of one another. Yeah. Um. And there's the natural tendency to, like, oh, well, you know, my baby was walking at 10 months and yeah. mine's just starting now. None of it really matters. It really does. It really you know, does. This I mean, is what my baby's yeah, doing. Yeah, I
0: mean, and, and it'll get even less so. But, I, you know, it's sort of interesting now to see. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, when you get to the elementary school and, and, and middle school. And, I mean, there's a lot of social stuff and, and all of that. I mean, it's, it, it's a really fun thing to watch and i think you know one of the nice things i think about having reno dads um as a as an outlet that i found is that we're all talking about it right Right. i mean and, and you have if you ever need it like you know you have a whole stable of guys who could say hey you know what did you guys do when this happened or did you ever have encounter this and i think just having the conversation around it is sort of what you know the whole point is like we're writing about it and we're talking about it. We're doing fun stuff too. And we're talking and we're hopefully, you know, giving uh, space for people to just sort of ex- express their doubts. Like, Hey, I'm doing this. I'm not sure this is the right thing to do. Right. Or, or I had, the, you know, you write an article about something and, you know, it catches some dad's eye. It's like, Oh wow, I'm not doing this by myself. For sure. Or, or I'm not in this, uh, in this situation. I'm not the only one right. in this situation.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, that, that speaks to what's, exciting for me to see is that I, I do feel like there's been a little bit of a shift in the last few years in terms of the comfort that men have mm-hmm. expressing, you know, their, their doubts, feelings, thoughts, and finding that they're not having to deal with all these things alone. And I think that it's helping us become better men, better fathers, better partners, because instead of just being in our own heads and trying to figure it out and say, oh, well, that's what makes sense to me, that's not always necessarily what the the situation is. Needs, yeah, and so it's exciting for us to have uh, Reno Dads as an outlet because we did move from the Midwest. Neither right. of us are from here. We don't have family in the area, um, so working at home on top of that, and I've been working at home now for three and a half years full time, is you don't get like the the workplace social interactions, and so yeah. like, we're we're really on an island when it comes to having that you know tribe component. That it takes a village, but our village is primarily the two of us. And so having resources like Reno Dads, I think, are just awesome for this community. And especially with so many people moving in, so many people coming from other places, um, I've noticed a huge influx of of non-Native Nevadans coming into the area. It's uh, interesting to see the different levels of support people have and to create that in the community, I think, is really something special.
0: Well, it's, a, it's an interesting point. And I think um, I used to work from home a lot, and I still do now. Um, I, I'm sort of a freelance consultant, and I do my own thing. And I do work from home a lot. I travel for, you know, same for you, you know, you probably should go see clients and stuff like that. Um, what's interesting is on a, on a couple of what you said, and I sort of wanted to bring them up is it's very isolating to work at home. Uh, There are, uh, I'll send you, if you haven't seen it already, there's a great oatmeal webcomic about, you know, the the joys and terrors of working from home. It's really, really funny, and I'll send it to you, you and I'll I'll put a a link up with this when we put this up. But it's really interesting because it is isolating, and there's so many things. Um, I'm actually, um, I'm going to preview a set of articles that I'm writing uh, about male loneliness, and there's a lot to it. There's not just loneliness for men, but there happens to be, it's more prevalent in men, Mm -hmm. and you get to middle age. Like me, and you have sort of a you know maybe a disruption in your family situation, like I did a couple of years ago, and then you find yourself like without that full on support, like because a lot of your social interaction, I would imagine, probably you know sort of filters or maybe funnels largely through your spouse, mm-hmm. and without that, or something changes in that dynamic, and you don't have the sort of like you said this the workplace uh, social aspect, you can feel pretty isolated, and there's a whole. you know, school of thought and study around you know what it means for loneliness generally speaking in this in society and that's been like a big thing i've been thinking about for the last couple of years you know having lived through it mm-hmm. and i would just say that like you, you're probably
1: you know you're probably way ahead of this on me
0: in terms in, ter- in terms of what i was able I, I had to figure this all out much later and i would just say you know there are things that you can do, um, that I'm going to write about that, you know, will help you. And and I think having a, you know, an outlet like Reno dads or people like, you know, the group that we have that are writing and sort of doing all the stuff around Reno dads, you know, it's, it's one, it's definitely a, a, um, it's a great asset. It's a great thing to have a resource to have, but yeah, I'm curious to see, I mean, if you're moving into a new neighborhood and you're buying a new house and that sort of thing, like all of those things, like your neighborhood can, can give you some of that. And, and, and all of that, but still, it's it's a very interesting phenomenon that I've I've been reading about and getting ready to sort of tee up a series of articles about it because I think it's it's a real thing that I've you know, I would like to sort of recount some of the things that I've lived through because you know heaven forbid something happens to you guys you know 15 20 years from now which you know we hope doesn't happen but like you you know there it, this is a thing right yeah you know? and, and and I have you know sort of you know, made my way through it, I think. And and what's nice about Reno is it's a pretty friendly place. You can yeah. meet people pretty easily. For sure.
1: Yeah, And coming from the Midwest, that was kind of an important thing to us because where my wife's from uh, in, in Wisconsin, um, it, it's, for those that don't know, which, you know, out here not too many people would, um, So Lake Geneva, Wisconsin is just on the other side of the Illinois border. Uh, and so it was kind of like the vacation resort town of the Chicago like barons. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, like, around the lake, you've got these like hundred bedroom estates that, like, the Wrigley family and oh, wow. the founders of Nabisco and, like, all of these, like, titans of the Midwest um, made these huge, beautiful homes around this lake. And that's where she grew up. And um, what's kind of funny is that working in Chicago, there were a lot of people who were very familiar with it. They, you know, grew up going there for vacations with their families. Yeah. And um, one particular coworker, um, joked about it because she ended up marrying someone from the town uh that my wife had gone to high school with and she's like yeah like it's so beautiful and i love you know being there but i can't go for a jog without like every single person i see waving and smiling and saying hi it's like i just want to i want to run like i just want to like focus on this everybody knows everybody so it's it's really nice to have still um that friendly vibe and people who have been very welcoming uh
0: in our four and a half years here um yeah, that has been it's been my experience too here in Reno is people are just you know really easy to to you know to get to meet people is really it's not that hard for
1: sure the, the walls aren't too thick yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I, I find really interesting is on the the work from home being a lonely component is that people who don't have that experience don't really ever think about it um, that the first thing whenever I talk to people and meeting people new people and we say yeah we're both home we work from home. The first thought is always, "Oh my, that must be so nice! You're so lucky! Like how how great that must be!" Right. And it is like it absolutely it, it is. is. There are so many wonderful things about it, and I, I really enjoy it. That's why I've done it for three absolutely. and a half years now. Absolutely, um, but they don't think about the components that that they don't experience personally. Yeah. Like I. As a business owner, as someone who works from home, I'm never actually off. I'm only off when I intentionally say, "Okay, I'm not going to look yeah. at my email. I'm not going to answer any yeah. phone calls." But okay. even even then, like I really have to be very intentional and very focused yeah. to not be thinking about the greater things that need to happen, because there's always something that I there's always something.
0: Yeah, you, can, you you can't really leave it behind. And and that was one thing that I had, which uh, I was really fortunate. I bought a house when I was um, first when I first came here. Um, i should say i bought a house um that i was going to live in um and i had a separate like casita office which was so nice because when i really wanted to leave my work i could just leave it there yeah and i i mean obviously you still have your phone and you always have you know sort of connection but like the sort of major sort of workstation that i typically you know spent my time at was separate from my living situation and I don't know what you're doing about you're building a house I wonder if you're are you going to build a separate office Uh, so
1: there is a dedicated room that's separate from most other things and that's what we have in our our apartment situation now Uh, it was a learning from the first year or so that um, if I want to actually be productive and still be a person I can't like be on the living room couch or be in my kitchen because then everything is blended I need to have just a a focus space when I'm in here it's work time when I'm out of here do my best to like turn
0: it off the article you have like what's the key takeaway from that or some things that you you thought were really interesting to write about Uh, yeah that's a great question you know it's it's a lot
1: of the things that we've already touched on yeah um for me you know it's just the the balance the juggling Uh, I always refer to it as spinning plates that um between client work on the marketing side and trying to do marketing and sales so one of my businesses is a residential solar installation business where we're trying to Establish more sales here locally in Reno to take advantage of our 300 days of sunshine. Um, and then I'm a husband and a father and all of these things need tension and time. And so you can kind of spin the plate and then let that one go for a little bit. But when it starts to wobble, you have to come back and yeah. give it a little more attention yeah. um, to keep it all going. So, yeah, um, yeah we, we've, we've covered most of it. I'm yeah. just excited to, to be here and having the conversation. And
0: yeah. Well, Danny, thanks. I think, um, you know, looking forward to seeing what you write about the second year of uh, toddlerdom and, you know, getting, uh, getting into the next part of, I mean, toddlers are their own sort of, you know, creatures. I know, you know, again, I'm, you know, I think you have a lot to look forward to. I'm really sure. I'm excited for you. I mean, I think it's a neat time when, um, when, you know, young parents are sort of like exploring and sort of discovering all of that Yeah. for, for themselves. but. Um, I do hope that um, if you're out there, you know listening to the pod and you're sort of reading stuff on the on on, on the blog and you're interested in learning more about um, the Reno Dads community, like you know, definitely reach out. We want to hear from other dads. We want to hear from other families that are sort of interested in you know topics that we're we're talking about here on the podcast and also when we're writing stuff and putting stuff up on on the web because you know this is the point like we're trying to get people to have the conversation and we want to we're, we're you know we'll, maybe we'll do some events around that we'll get some dad you know sort of dad forums going or something like that It'd be really fun to have uh, a little bit more of a, an interactive um you know two-way conversation with people out in the community but um thanks danny for coming in and maybe we'll have you in and you know we'll see about uh year two well, hopefully before then and we'll see <laughs> see some more uh, some, some more good articles uh on the blog sounds good thank you so much for having me been listening to the Reno Dads podcast on renodads.com. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Stop by renodads.com and click on Contact Us and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear on our show. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Reno Dads and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll join us here for our next episode and we'll see you online at renodads.com. Uh.